This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Yeah, <laughs> doing great, man. It's been a, it's been a heck of an August, man. Just, I mean, for a yeah, variety of reasons, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, things are good. Just got back in town with the uh, wife from visiting our my parents. And um, man, that was that was good. I, I always joke. They live in L.A., uh, which uh, doesn't stand for what you think it stands for. It stands for Lower Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's that's a thing. If you didn't know, any ask anyone from, uh, from, from South Alabama that. But, yeah, I'm uh, sure anybody from South Alabama right. would claim that. that no, that's that right. Yeah, of course, of course they would. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, things are things are good though. Getting back in <laughs> gear and uh, you know it, it's been busy for an August to be honest with you. Like, yeah. man, there's just been pipe uh, pipe purchases and uh, tobacco man going out the door like like crazy, and um, it, it's kind of weird because you know we're thankful for it. Obviously, we've got plenty of bills to pay but you know for in august it's been a it's been a it's been a good month yeah so we're uh man lots of new pipe smokers finding us from uh different parts of the country and uh been teaching a lot of new pipe smokers the you know the ways of packing and tamping right right here at the tobacco <laughs> bar here at the shop and uh man, it's been a lot of fun so that's yeah. good man yeah, yeah. What, what's going on with you dude oh dude all right so uh, my wife and i we just celebrated a, a, a milestone anniversary our 11th uh which is kind of 11 interesting. years 11 years man wow. yeah it's, it's interesting because after the 10 year anniversary, like 11th almost seems a little lackluster. Like, well, yeah, I know, right? The like, big one was we, last year. What do we do with that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but we had, we actually we had a lot of fun. We, um, has she let you move in the house yet? Yeah, very funny. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so it was actually great. I did, uh, I was pretty proud of this. I did kind of a um, uh, chef's table. I cooked her a six course meal. Uh, I didn't know you could sneak that many courses dude, into a meal. Yeah, well, it's all about, it's all about portion sizing oh, yeah, and yeah, stretching okay. it out. So, yeah, like, yeah, here's right. broccoli. That's a course, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, man. I actually, uh, <laughs> I've kind of made a makeshift, like, chef bar by like getting these two chairs and putting a bench on them and like pulling up the breakfast room table right up to the uh, oh, yeah, right up good. to the thing. So I was like cooking yeah. for it and everything else. Do you have some flowers and candles and stuff? I did, or? man. Yeah. yeah. Got to yeah. get some, uh, some flowers, go. candles. And then the next day, and this was kind of our, our big thing for our anniversary, we actually went up to Memphis and uh, it actually took uh, took the kids and uh, had a blast, went to the Peabody and uh, got to see the ducks. There's a place in Memphis. Have I ever told you about the House of Muse? Um, no, I don't think so. Our, our Memphis contingency, they, they know what I'm referring to. I thought to. there was something called that in New Orleans. No, Three Muses. No, that's Three on, Muses. Uh, yeah. yeah, on, on <laughs> Frenchman Street. Totally different Very different. Scenario. Okay, all right. Do tell. The House, House, of, House Muses. of Muse in, in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, so you know how... All right, so, all right let, me, let me just put it like this. There, there, it is a cat rescue uh, uh, organization that has a room... <laughs> The size of, of maybe your humidor, but but maybe a little bit smaller than I, your humidor. I think I'm about to be disgusted, but but go on. There's 200 cats packed into this tiny room, and it's you know if you're a cat wow. lover, it's it's an amazing experience. And honestly, even if you're not a cat lover, it's just an amazing experience. You know what I yeah, mean? I feel like at some point you ought to you know be overwhelmed <laughs> by something like that in your life. You know, at, at our local uh, killer shelter here, uh, Kara, you know they they have that cat room where they're all crawling yeah. on each other and playing yeah. on those big tall trees and stuff. And it's like <laughs> it, it's like there's not enough rodents in the world to make this okay. You yeah, know? like <laughs> it's just really something. No, I mean you know some people are cat people. No, look. 
look, they uh, it was, but it was you know our our kids are you know they love cats, they love animals and everything. So we took them in there. Well, and, that's good. They probably enjoyed that. Oh, it's 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 a, it's like I said, amazing experience. I will say this though, you know how when you walk into a tobacco shop, like you you get you. you Basically, it stays with you all day. <laughs> Did the cat room stay with you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like you walk into that cat shop and you're just like, <gasps> it lingers. You cannot even breathe. Fortunately, they had they opened up one of those uh, bath bomb places right across the street. <laughs> so y'all went over there, like you know, took your clothes off. Yeah, and just, just yeah. Just, like let let the let the soapy fumes fix. <laughs> they us. really need to have like one of the you know going in and out of that room. They almost need to have like one of those uh, <laughs> those chambers like with the Intel suits, you yes. know, and like where they hose you down and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it has right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. There's just a lot. Yeah, uh, you know, that's 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 disgusting. But it yeah. was a it was a great time and uh, a lot of fun. But glad, not glad enough back, not enough tobacco in that were in the world to uh, to cover that to up. counter that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would actually almost be curious if you could have like yeah. a competition. Like go to uh, actually there was a, I think Madison Tobacco um, was is on uh, is on Union. Uh, in Memphis, uh, on on kind of the way to Cooper Young, so I probably should have gone into Madison Tobacco, uh, uh, smoked a couple bowls, and and you know sat right in the yeah, center, like pre gamed kind of. Well, you know what yeah. it is. It's like you got the center of like the the old dudes that all sit around in in the in the easy chairs. Yeah, just sit in the center. And just smoke while they're smoking around me. Right. And they go straight from there to the House of Muse and figure right. out afterwards which scent is more, like, pungent. Put the potent, <laughs> right. <laughs> Cats versus tobacco. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I, you know, for a tobacco lover, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take tobacco 12 times out of 10. Yeah. Well, I will say this, man. There's a lot of great things going on for tobacco lovers, especially locally, because as uh, listeners who've been tuning in at least for the last couple episodes know, uh, the Squire is now in a new location. That's right. And a grand reopening is happening here in the very near future. Yes, sir. Man, absolutely. We've got uh, September 20th as our day. And, uh, of course, we'll be um, having a big event here at the shop. Um, uh, you know, live music, we're, we're in works on that. Uh, we're hoping to have some uh, some fun vendors that will be here. Um, our good friends with Perdomo Cigars will be here doing an, an event that evening. And so, uh, man, come one, come all. We're excited. Uh, grand reopening of the Country Squire. Uh, gosh, it's just going to be a blast. We're, uh, we're eager to get the next 48 years on the road. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, it, it, we're, we're looking forward to it. I think things will things will be good. So, um, yeah, that, that's been exciting. Couple couple things uh, going on around the, the pipe world as well. Um, we've got uh, this coming weekend, actually, September 1st, is the grand opening of um, the Briarworks uh Briarworks Pipes out of Nashville. They they have just moved to a new location, and they are having their grand opening. They're actually going to have a shop on site. Oh, of the, so they'll have their own tobacconist, basically their own tobacco and pipe shop. Wow, uh, they're at the okay. factory, and okay. so just a great uh, great thing. Man, uh, our good friends at Briarworks Pipes. They uh, have this is kind of their brainchild. They're like, you know, we have so much fun making these pipes, and it's such an interactive experience. Let's get people in here to see the 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 manufacturing process. But you know, while we're at it we might as well have a pipe shop you know and so they're gonna uh you know have the full deal man you can go in there and purchase your favorite briarworks tobaccos and Love it. and pipes man sit around and uh chew the fat with some of the uh in the local uh the local crazies and uh man it's it's just gonna be a lot of fun that's so great i mean you you hear a lot about these breweries uh and in many states who have had to kind of fight for the right to be able to sell their own beer at the brewery yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and so you know like to take that kind of crazy. concept yeah. into the pipe manufacturing scene what a, what a, what an exciting Isn't time great? that's awesome yeah, yeah. so it, so there'll be a lot 
lot of fun. Uh, if you are in the uh, Central Tennessee, Nashville area, uh, be sure to check that out. That's uh, this this coming Saturday. Let them know Country Square Radio September first. Please do, please do tell those guys. Hey, we love uh, love them, and I, I was really uh, hoping we could get up there this weekend. But alas, there's so much going on. <laughs> uh, of course, we're close to the Texas Pipe Show, which is uh, Friday and Saturday, October fifth and sixth. The actual show is on October sixth um, there in Fort Worth, and uh, and it, it's at uh, Pop Safari Room again, like it was last year. Uh, at yours truly, actually, on Friday, October fifth uh, at seven p.m. We'll be teaching a blending workshop. Yeah, they, they have uh, invited me to come teach. So honored to do that. That was really, really kind of them to ask uh, the the humble young uh, uh, tobacconist to to do that. But uh, man, really, really exciting. We're um, looking forward to being there and uh, you know celebrating our pastime with so many um, dear friends. So it, it should be a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. Yep. All right, so we also have kind of a big uh, show announcement as well. Um, at long last, I know this has been oft requested. Country Squire Radio is in fact available on Spotify. Whoa! Yes, yes, yes. Whoa! Yes, yes we have joined the ranks of such podcasts as a lot of podcasts. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, no, 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 no. I know. I mean, this is momentous. Let's think about that. I mean, I, I hadn't really absorbed this so you you mean you can get your fix of sticks <laughs> britney spears uh-huh like uh, you do together right uh, obviously uh you know if you want to throw in some some uh george gershwin in there uh-huh uh even dave matthews right. if you want to stoop that low yeah throw in and, your cardi b let's and, just and, keep it you and, know. and and then and then country squire radio yeah. all on one uh, in one one fell swoop all in, in one, one, in one app that yep. is unbelievable how about it on spotify on spotify man how many favors do you have to call in to do that it was super easy barely an inconvenience it was like, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, i have a couple friends listening that if you caught that quote you'll uh, you'll yeah, be laughing they'll, right they'll now appreciate yeah. that no we, we we got it we got it in there so just uh, uh yeah but happy to be on spotify that's great it's been requested for yeah, quite good. some time that's and, good uh, yeah any uh and and look if y'all if y'all want if y'all want country squire radio somewhere uh let us know and we'll, we'll do our best to make it and spotify really lower in their standards huh let uh, let the likes of us on there i mean you i gotta think that's uh golly i mean i know a lot of artists have been you know pulling out so that you know maybe they're getting desperate out for content i don't know i mean we could have been on spotify we earlier. should pull out we should be like nah i mean you we want some say, money for the right y'all gotta y'all gotta you know raise our premiums yeah, hold out yeah yeah for the big <laughs> like like do you, do you do you know who we are yeah like, like, oh you don't yeah most people don't yeah most people don't but i tell you what if you pretend but, like you know who we are We'll, we'll continue exactly. to go along with your company, exactly. right? Exactly. It's like, well, do you smoke a pipe? Oh, you do. Well, do you know who we are now? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Anyway, so we're on Spotify. So hip hip hooray, we are there. But like, that's great. Thing is, we don't need to celebrate us, man. We need to celebrate the folks that are making this show happen. Of course, I'm talking about our uh, our friends who are now, in fact, members of the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Ladies and gentlemen, we got two new members joining at the Squire level. Two new. Oh, at the Squire level. At the squire Squire level. That's fantastic. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is this is going to be difficult, man. I'm going to really struggle with these names. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Rylaine Brown. 
it's it's Rylan Brown. It's really Rylan Brown. Yeah, it's Rylan Brown. Well, we That's, need some more like you know, gosh, we've got these really wonderful people with these simple names. You know, I I, I feel like it's a great blessing. But Bo feels kind of committed to this whole you know <laughs> d- destroying your name shtick and you know and all that. So I mean, we I don't know where where's the Polish people when we need them? Or right, the, look, you know the, those people with all the consonants in a row kind of thing. All right, so we yeah. got Rylan. Welcome, Rylan. <laughs> Rylan Brown. Thank you welcome. so much, brother. All right, next one up, we got Zach Harry May. Zach Harry May. Yes. Zach Harry May. <laughs> Zachary May, dude. Thanks so much. We we're, we're so thankful that you guys found us and uh, or joined us at the uh, at the Squire level uh, in the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And it's more than just a shtick. It's it's expectation setting because when we do have listeners like uh, the listener formerly known as Morton Sandevi, uh, you know. <laughs> When we've got <laughs> listeners like him, you know, it's like, well, hey, I'm, I'm mispronouncing Zach Harry's name. No, that's so, you right. Know, it's, it's all. That's right. It, you know, it's, it's all fine. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> but anyway, yes. If you'd like to be a member of the International uh, Country Squire Radio Pipe Club, absolutely. Uh, join us over at patreon.com slash country squire radio for more information there. And for those of you uh, who have been emailing and messaging saying, hey, I thought there was 100 episodes that came along with this membership. There is just as soon as we can figure out how to get them back after the hack. But it, they are available oh they're not back yet they're not back yet okay. but, but i'm okay. i'm working on it okay it's, okay it's been, it's, uh, we're on it we're on it okay it'll happen <laughs> there's some gems back there and by and by gems it, i mean what are the really cheap gems that nobody wants like the birthstones Cubic zirconia yeah like you know how you, there's yeah. some birthstones that like it's like oh wait that's my birthstone yeah like, I, like mine's like garnet or something is it like didn't, don't you dig that up in the backyard like you know along with the little pebbles and yeah i don't know things, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah along with with pennies droppings yeah yeah yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, we gotta, on that note, we tobacco talk. Tobacco talk, right? Yeah, it's gonna be a good it's one tonight. It's gonna be a good guys. one, man. All right. So for those that may be uh, new to the show, welcome. And uh, yes, here, thirty minutes into the show, we are going to talk about tobacco. Uh, this is a uh, tobacco talk. This is a series that we do that we've done since the beginning of, of the uh, of the podcast, in which we take uh, various tobaccos and do what you would expect a pipe tobacco podcast to do. That is to review these tobaccos. And uh, John David. What have you got for us tonight? Yeah, you know, it, it is funny. Uh, the tobacco talk kind of brings us back to our core, right? It always oh, yeah. does. It's one of those uh, home episodes that uh, we are, we're, we're tapping home base. You know, it's uh, it's kind of coming home. But we like to uh, pick out interesting tobaccos, maybe ones you've uh, heard of, ones that you haven't heard of. And, um, you know, we're going to check out, uh, you know, just kind of what we think and, and talk about descriptions and, um, and and some of the stories behind them and that type of thing. So tonight uh, we've got a couple here that uh, a couple from brands. You, you may have heard of and and maybe uh maybe tobaccos from those brands that you uh aren't are are not familiar with but uh tonight we're going to lead with uh Rattray's Howl of the Wind. Uh, Rattray oh. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um Howl the Wind and, and and I'm probably mispronouncing this because let's let's face it uh wind? we we are talking about uh Scottish people here. Right. And, and so yeah, you know, Rattray's it, it's that old-fashioned Scottish tobacconist established 1903. This all, all this stuff is made by uh, Kohlhaas Kopp oh, yeah, uh, yeah. in in Germany uh, now, which we've talked about before. Uh, you know, on on previous tobacco talks as being just one of the most prolific uh, boutique uh, tin blenders today. But uh, 
Rattray's How the Wind, uh, delicious tobacco. This is something that, you know, has obviously been around for, for quite some time. 1903, Rattray's was founded in, in Scotland. Uh, uh, the pipe making uh, actually was mostly farmed out by Rattray's to different companies, but they kind of white labeled their own uh, their own pipes. So they'd, they'd find manufacturers to make pipes. They'd call on their own. Uh, but they were big on blending their own tobaccos there at the original shop in, in Perth, Scotland. Eventually, the company, through various iterations, just like the rest of the uh, premium tobacco world, has uh, you know merged, uh, you know retired, revived, bought out, moved, all these different things. And so, again, today these tobaccos are made uh, by Kohlhaas and Kopp in in Germany. But um, man, excellent tobacco! How the wind? We've got um, you know. Let, let's take a look first, I guess, at the uh, labeling, which we always do. So it's a it's a very simple uh, but very kind of classic uh, yellow, golden yellow. Uh, color uh, label here. It's uh, Rattrays with a cursive R, uh, made by hand. How o the wind and wind is W Y N D. It's probably pronounced wind, but um, but again, I'm not. Uh, you know, we, we don't take we don't we don't fancy all that uh, correct how pronunciation on on CSR. Hello the wind. Hello hello hello. Where'd your Scottish accent go? I, I or Scot Scottish Scot. I you know what? I don't have it. Give I can't. That yeah, I can't yeah. even do it tonight. I can't even do it tonight. <laughs> so so the back of the tin, uh, this is the uh, 1.75 ounce or 50 gram tin. It's a uh uh, it says full red Virginia flake, ready rubbed. And I'll read you, uh, you know, the official description. Uh, How the wind is an unusually strong Virginia-based mixture. Fire cured Kentucky is added to a base of a variety of Virginias and Perique completes this mixture. Uh, it is then pressed and finally rubbed by hand. Uh, a, a full-bodied Virginia tobacco with a slight sweetness and extremely pleasant smoking characteristic. Uh, the name comes from that of the armorer in the novel The Fair Maid of Perth. A man who had, quote, a most unusual share of strength. They also go on to say it has a spicy touch of Perique. So anyway, uh, interesting, uh, you know, just real real clean uh, tobacco packaging. We're looking at a uh, one of the vacuum seal coin style tins that uh, that we know and love. And so anyway, I'm all, I just open that up and I'm going to let Bo uh, kind of describe what he's seeing and smelling and, and, and all that. Well, of course, you got the, uh, you know, the uh, dumpling-esque packaging. Can I can I say that, dumpling? Oh, I kind of like that. I just kind of like that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you got the... Uh, yeah, he's like a dumpling. Well, you know, it's the Elizabethan collar of tobacco packaging, right? Oh, but then, wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Interesting. There's kind of a mustiness going on here. Yeah, I, can I, see I don't that. mean that in a bad way. No, no. You know what it smells a lot like to me? Please say something ridiculous. Figs. Oh. <laughs> you're surprised. They're like, actually, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something ignorant like raisins or something. But Mm-mm. no, yeah, figs. Fig. No, figs. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Actually, I can pick up a lot of figs. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, my wife uh, this weekend ate a fig for the first time in her life. Did she, you really? She'd never eaten a fig. But, oh, you're just expanding um, her horizons, man. I know, right? All right, so ribbon um, cut, very kind of thinly ribbon cut. Well, too. It, it's interesting. This uh, it's a broken flake. So the, the flake was Is been, that right? It, it is. A flake has been chopped relatively finely, but you can find it uh, in there. And I probably have torn it up a bunch because I've, I've smoked quite a bit of this tobacco. Yeah. But, um, this, this tobacco, it's a fine, uh, ready rubbed cut. And so you've got, you can still 
still see the tobacco wants to cling together. It's okay, almost yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of a spongy texture there. But um, Somebody's been messing around with this tobacco. Someone has been messing around <laughs> because someone likes it a lot and he smokes it. Um, it's full-bodied Red Virginias, the, the mustiness that you speak of there is not uh, necessarily on accident because we are talking about uh, these kind of uh, matured Virginias, but they're married with, uh, of course, Kentucky Dark Fired, um, which uh, gives it uh, even more of that almost. It is. It's a musty, uh, stovey, you know, smoky flavor that, that is kind of interesting. Um, and so uh, it does uh, remind me a lot of some of those blends that has just a hint of that uh, dark fired uh, Kentucky Burley in there um, it, because it because it has some. So great tobacco. This is one that loads really easily. The uh, moisture content for a 10 tobacco of this variety um, is, is pretty high. So it, this is a tobacco that I think you'll probably want to let uh, sit a little bit as you um, as you open it. You know, it's one of those you might you might sit it, pull out some tobacco, kind of uh, tear it apart and let it sit separately, uh, maybe on its own little piece of paper or something for a few minutes before you uh, load it in your pipe. Uh, you won't want to overpack this tobacco. This is one that needs to be packed, I think, uh, a little gently. And it will force you to work. You are going to have to sip this tobacco in order to really enjoy it. But I think it's one of those again that will um, will reward you with a lot of flavor if you if you kind of baby it. So uh, again, those matured Virginias they uh, a lot of times those tend to smoke cool, but paired with the Perique and and even more so really the Dark Fire Kentucky, it's going to have a little kick to it, a little bite, a very pleasant one. But um, I think a lot of uh, a lot of our Virginia fans will, will really love how the wind and um, and it's something that you know if you are a Virginia smoker, you, you've you probably already found. Interesting. How long, how long do you say, have you said this blend has been around? Well, it, I'm not exactly sure this particular blend, but I know, uh, you know, it's one of their oldest blends. You know, I, I can't imagine it being younger than, you know, 50, 60 years. Interesting. Yeah. So really, really old blend. It's uh, It's been around uh, a long time. Of course, one of Rattray's most uh, coveted blends. A lot of folks, uh, you know, post uh, the McClellan Fall uh, have gone to Rattrays to get their fix of those mature, uh, well-processed, just uh, you know, delicate Virginias that um, that they've been coveting and, and enjoying for years and years. And so Rattrays has been kind of a place that a lot of those fo- those folks have landed. Um, but yeah, anyway, highly you don't get the ketchup. You, you don't. You know, it's a it, it's a different experience. It, it it is. You open the tin, and it's definitely not that you know vinegar forward uh, flavor with a uh, you know tins like this. You know, you'll you'll have elements of that, but this is more oats, more uh, you know, uh, hay or horse feed kind of you know sweet feed kind of kind of smell to it. It's got a um, just a real pleasant uh, kind of uh, meadow smell. So um, yeah, re- really good. But it is a, it is a different experience. So. Right. But if you're a Virginia person uh, and don't mind something that's a little more on the robust side, again, uh, you know, it, we talk about matured Virginias. When you're opening a tin of this, don't think uh, you know fifty one hundred. Don't think uh, red cake or anything. You know, you, we're we're thinking something a little. More more full-bodied think uh think a, a a nice soft virginia tobacco meets a healthy dose of uh of, of smoke and and uh and and a good bit of nicotine and that's kind of where you're going to land yeah. here so it's got a pleasant bite one you'll want to baby a little bit but i think will really uh reward you in the long run yeah and you already talked about it but of course the uh, the tin it does have kind of the yellow yellow gold um just very simple look to it um there's really not a whole lot of uh, a panache that goes with it. However, the Rattrays uh, or Rattrays uh, yep. are their their logo is uh, quite uh, elegant, and yeah. it's it's very uh, what do you call calligraph 
calligraphic? Uh, ca- calligraphic, yeah. Calligraphic. I, I, I don't think that's a word. But it, well, it may be. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It's kind of uh, kind of has that uh, you know old school um, look to it. Yeah, very, I mean, like that's where appealing. the flair is right yeah. there. Uh, established yeah. 1903, of course, and um, yeah, just very very simple look for a, uh, a very uh, delicious tobacco. Very much. All right. <laughs> so that's Rattray's Howl of the Wind. That's wind right. or wind. Yeah, however you wind. say it. Um, so next, moving on, we've got a, a, a tobacco brand that's really, gosh, been quite popular recently. It's one that I keep seeing pop up in my news feed of folks that, you know, enjoy premium tobaccos. And um, it, it's it's one of those, it seems like that's just kind of making a comeback in popularity, or maybe uh, it's just kind of cycling back through the rounds of popularity. You know, I think people kind of get onto one thing, they'll move on to something something else and they'll come back around to something sure. else and uh and this brand of tobacco you know has has certainly done that of of late although they've been around for a long time we're talking about robert mcconnell uh robert mcconnell blends uh oddly enough have kind of been hard to find uh, to some degree because they uh have this new popularity that, that's out there and it's uh it's really interesting to see that you know that's developed but uh they make a you know variety of blends you'll find most of their stuff on the non-aromatic side but this is uh one of the few uh uh, aromatic tobaccos they make. It's it's what I'm smoking tonight, and uh, and I've really enjoyed it in my meerschaum. This is SMS uh, billiard meerschaum. That's just uh, our friend Hockter, I think earlier was commenting on uh, that I'm uh, smoking a meerschaum tonight. I love SMS meerschaums because they they're probably of the of the meerschaums that you know kind of top out around 200. You know with that 100 to 200 dollar price range meerschaum. They're just the best quality, man. They really are. They're so consistent. The construction, everything is really good. The uh, tenon always fit and, and are not suspect and um, the stems are high quality and, and I really appreciate them too because they they have a presence in America and they stand by their work. So this is a Turkish made pipe but they've got uh, folks in America that if you buy it from an SMS dealer um, man they will they will stand behind their work. So anyway um, that, just a just a plug for uh, for probably my favorite Meerschaum company right, but, yeah. um, but love love them. So anyway uh, smoking, smoking that in there tonight Robert McConnell uh, we're talking tonight about uh, their their ripe honeydew. Ooh. And so, you know, we I've kind of gotten interested in this concept of the honeydew tobacco. You might be aware because we recently uh, came out with a limited edition blend, uh, Delta Honeydew, right. uh, which has been um, been selling like hotcakes. And, and it's been so popular that uh, we think we're going to have to whip up some more because it's uh, it, it's it's become one of those that people have uh, have, you know, wanted to smoke regularly, which is kind of fascinating. So ripe honeydew, Robert McConnell, we've got a, a tin here again, a vacuum seal style tin. Uh, the coin style, it's a uh, brown tin, just very simply under the kind of crest there says ripe honeydew. And on the back, uh, it says dark brown, ready rubbed, cut plug, century old formula, naturally sweet. And so, uh, you know, we um, just been kind of interested in this concept of a honeydew tobacco lately. What does that mean and uh, where does that come from? And so anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this off to Bo let him describe what he uh, what he sees. Here. I'm anticipating melon here, but in terms of the actual tin itself, of course, uh, you know, as you say, kind of that coin style with nice brown this one does have a bit more of a flair to it uh in terms of the uh, mcconnell yeah uh uh what is that font i'm trying to think of that it's not um it's not comic sans but it's one of those that's kind of meant to look like yeah just you know, i mean it's definitely it, it looks like it's supposed to be in cursive yeah. right exactly yeah um so uh but you know it's yeah, I'll be honest. Nothing to write home about in terms of the actual uh, actual branding itself. But you know, for it to have this resurgence, it's not about the brand in this instance. It's about the tobacco. That's right. Let's pop it open. We got that Elizabethan dumpling. Ah, uh, the. <laughs> 
<laughs> how how wow. all fine uh, fine tobaccos are packaged. Okay, with the Elizabethan dumpling. In terms of the tin, though, this is interesting. <laughs> you, you said this is this is what you're smoking right now. That's right. Okay, yeah, that, that's right. Because I don't know if it was your pipe or the fact that this just has such a powerful tin note to it. But I just popped this bad boy open. I'm holding right now the the tin, you know, a good maybe foot foot and a half away from my face. Yeah, and I instantly you smelled it. Woo! Yeah. There it is. So uh, this is melony, uh, like this is very much got a fruity um, scent to it, but also pepper, a little bit. Yeah, huh. yeah. People have said that. Honeydew tobaccos Cloves. on 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 average have tended to be that you'll have this kind of honey flavoring going on, but there's a there's a tendency for these tobaccos to be you know Virginias that are naturally sweet, and there might be some kind of topping added to them, but the focus on a quote unquote honeydew tobacco is for the uh, Virginia sweetness to kind of speak for itself and maybe have some kind of light casing on it, uh, which is kind of interesting because, um, you know, when you think of honeydew, you think of, you know, the honeydew melon, right? It's a, uh, it's something that is, um, you know, obvious when you, when you read the name, when you're talking about, uh, you know, honeydew tobaccos, it is the focus on that Virginia, you know, with the natural, uh, sweetness kind of, mm. you know, being highlighted maybe by, uh, some type of topping, uh, in some cases, honey itself, in some cases, some type of fruit topping, like the one we came out with and, uh, and the, the McConnell ripe honeydew, we've got a honey topping here. Now this says it's a, it's a straight Virginia. Um, and it also says it is a, a ready rubbed cut plug. Uh, now it's interesting to me because this tobacco, when you look at it, is a very, very fine ribbon cut. I mean, almost, gosh, almost a almost a shag cut. I mean, this is something you could probably roll into a, a cigarette and 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 really, uh, you know, have a nice consistent smoke with. Yeah, it's really, yeah. very interesting. Yeah, just real fluffy. It's one of those that uh, I think you could overpack really easily because it's, uh, you know, you're cramming a bunch of it down into your bowl and it's going to expand real quickly as it's uh, as it's down in there. But yeah, kind of an interesting, uh, you know, fruity, uh, sweet aroma uh, from the tin. All right, so like after like going because I re- instantly recognized or like connected the smell with something, and I think I figured out what it is. Yeah, for me, and I know you'll scoff at this because I I can never quite get the uh, no, I get the, it. Describe it in your your words, but it reminds me of uh, at Christmas. We used to make yeah. these like clove apples. Yeah, you take the cloves and press them into the apples. And like that's the smell. That's the smell of that. You yeah. smell that that clove is really there when you yeah. put your nose deep in there. And uh, it, it's something you don't really taste. But man, on the tin note, um, gosh, it's it, the clove is very <laughs> very present. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. It's quite quite amazing. But uh, beautiful tobacco, just a real uh, kind of blonde uh, Virginia tobacco there. And again, you'll have that kind of uh, you know sweet honey clove uh, smell to it uh, as it's burning. This tobacco again. Uh, it just burns to just a fine, fine white powder, a real nice uh, burning tobacco. It is, again, one of those that you'll probably need to sip a little bit. But, uh, you know, for tinned uh, aromatics, it's really not particularly bitey uh, compared to compared to others. So um, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's uh, it's an interesting tobacco, maybe a, a transitionary tobacco for someone that likes a non-aromatic, but also wants to, you know, occasionally have something uh, that's a little uh, augmented in its sweetness. That's you know when we came out with Delta Honeydew, that's kind of what we wanted was mm. something for uh, the 
the non-aromatic, maybe Virginia smoker that might just want a little bit of that, um, you know, a little guilty pleasure, right? Just let's let's get a little bit of that sweetness in there that uh, that we all occasionally it's love. It's like it. well, it's like a you know someone that likes uh, their their coffee, uh, you know, you know, black and strong. But you know, if it's that one time a year, maybe they slip in a little sugar, you know, a lump or two of sugar in their in their cup of coffee, nice. right? Yeah, and yeah. so uh, yeah, that's kind of the concept there. So um, it's the aromatic smoke with no judgment attached. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's uh, yeah, it just burns to a really fine white powder. It's a fast smoker. Very little tongue bite if you if you sip it slowly. Um, and this tobacco also is made by uh, Kohlhaas and Kopp uh, there in Germany. So again, you know, it's just going to be very, uh, very high quality. One thing that's interesting, and, and I, we got to get our researchers out. On this, I've actually got. Uh, I'm, I'm glad our friend uh, Brian Levine is, is listening tonight. I saw him tweet in earlier, but um, we, we need to get our our uh, pipe researchers in on this. And I've I've dropped an email to a couple of people in the industry uh, asking to see if we can get some clarity on this. On Robert McConnell's tobaccos, that they've always got something in this crest at the very top of the tobacco. So this one says it's not all the same. So each tobacco is different. But this one says Robert McConnell tobacco matured in bond. Okay, so if you'll if if you're live, you probably can't see that. But um, live viewers, I'm holding the tin up, and it says uh, Robert McConnell tobacco matured in bond. I don't know what that means, and, and I've been looking, I've been scouring all day some type of meaning for that. Matured in bond, I'm assuming that means some type of reference to the flavoring mm. that that has been attached to these Virginia leaves. A uh, bonding process. I, although I'm not positive. You know, we think about uh, what is bonded whiskey in America, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, but bonded whiskey has been put under lock and key uh, in a very specific way so the government can say, okay, this is pure whiskey, how whiskey is supposed to be made. It's unadulterated kind of thing. I'm wondering if maybe that has something to do, uh, you know, with what McConnell is saying here. But, but anytime you'll find... Uh, ripe honeydew. It says tobacco matured in bond, and not all of uh, the McConnell tobaccos say that on the front. And so I'm um, I'm curious about that. I, I have not been able to find anything through uh, just hours of, of research and digging. Um, I you know going through forums and um, you know trying to I, I I don't know. So I've got some feelers out. I you know if anyone knows anything, uh, maybe Brian or or anyone else in the industry, I'd love to know what that means. I'm just real curious. Uh, that's something they just kind of. Um, plainly put on the front and so a lot of people probably just read right over it right but there's something there that is uh that in- interests me so I, I don't know what that means well maybe it's no. because it's matured in bond james bond <laughs> <laughs> anyway kind of interesting I, i'd be interested to know if uh if anyone could get their hands on some kind of information on that but uh anyway robert mcconnell uh ripe honeydew uh if you are a, a virginia smoker that occasionally likes a little uh a little guilty pleasure of some yeah. added sweetness i think this will be a great yeah, tobacco for you that. Uh, got a nice room note too i, I think I, I think it's a, a pleasant room note it's not something that's syrupy sweet it doesn't make it you know smell like some of our our house aromatics here but it is a, a pleasant room room note and uh and and certainly for an aromatic is not not terribly bitey so um yeah something we're trying it is wild because i mean like you've been smoking that tonight and it hasn't really like hit me until i busted open that tin then i'm like whoa bam (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's it's intense it's good stuff well man you know the great thing about tobacco talks is we get a chance to discuss a lot of different tobaccos but you want to make sure that when you're trying out all these different tobaccos you're going to get a really good quality smoke that's going to allow you to taste all these various flavors so that you can say something like fit and have John David go, oh, 
oh, as if, <laughs> as if like it's like okay, that, that might that might be a general, uh, a general observation there. That's funny. So if you want to make sure that you're getting that kind of quality uh, surprise, John David smoke, you need to make sure that you're smoking your tobacco <laughs> out of a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. That's right. Our that's good right. friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's, that's right. Yeah, as is tradition, right? <laughs> uh, gosh, we love our folks at uh, friends at Missouri Meerschaum, and uh, really enjoyed seeing some photos of uh, them over the past few months uh, hanging out at uh, you know some of the world's biggest pipe shows and uh, connecting with uh, some of their fans. So um, we love the folks at Missouri Meerschaum. Uh, you know, typically for tasting pipes, uh, we recommend corncob pipes because we know you're going to get a, a clean uh, smoke for a very reasonable price. It's one of those that uh, you really just don't have to uh, overthink as far as, uh, you know, shape and uh, size and price and convenience and all these different things. So uh, one of our favorite tasting pipes, of course, is the shortstop. The shortstop oh, is yeah. uh, just about a, um, you know, it's a, it's a tiny bowl. It's the same uh, bowl as the as the Missouri Meerschaum Mini, but it has just a little bit of a longer uh, wooden uh, spindle shank on there, and it's just really a really a nice size pipe for tasting. So, right. Uh, one of those that'll fit in your pocket. Uh, you'll get a good, you know, uh, five, ten, maybe fifteen minutes uh, of smoking uh, quality uh, time out of it, but uh, it's going to give you just enough to to really get the flavor of the tobacco that you're going for, and it's a it's a great fit for your uh, your next tobacco that you're uh, that you're going to try out absolutely man you know the great thing about the shortstop is it's uh you know it, it's it's adorable but it can get some work done you know what i mean <laughs> like yeah no that's right it, uh, it yeah fits into that nice uh, nice space and it's always great you know uh, having kind of a pocket pipe like that to be in a scenario like when you're walking the, the shop like well let me just try that right there and then to pull out your pie, pipe right uh yeah you're 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 tasting pipe yeah be, right? be that guy like don't you're wrong like it's you know, your adorable tasting pipe because you know you can roll in in a couple of different ways in your pipe shop you can like have the leather pouch that literally you fold it out and it like it goes all the way down the bar with all these different pipes and everything like <laughs> <laughs> well, which one will I smoke today? But before you do that, you know, pull out the pocket pipe. We had to get the shortstop. <laughs> so, of course, we love uh, we love the great quality, quality pipes from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. And, hey, if you've got a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, be sure to smoke it this week. Take a picture when you do. Tweet it into us. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We love those guys. Absolutely. Pipe question, question of, of the, the week. week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week. Yeah, this, this is good. This is good. This is coming in from Jeremy C. Uh, Jeremy C., who also actually wrote us a, a huge email, but it contained this question. So Yeah, no, it was good. I, I got to read. Uh, got, got to read. That. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy asks, he says, when you, Mr. Cole, specifically you, Mr. Cole, uh, are working your blending magic... Do you uh, do you do your own pro- processing? Uh, I'm assuming, of course, that you uh, will not uncover any trade secrets, but I was really interested to know if you make the casings for a blend like, for example, White Rose, a.k.a. God's gift to the tobacco world. Uh, <laughs> uh, or tobacco, Jesus's gift d- to d- the tobacco d- world. Depending on who you ask, uh, other people think it, it belongs in a hamster cage. You uh, know? Ooh, so, yeah. ooh, them's fighting words. That, that, that might be a different episode. Wars have been fought. Uh, he says, or are, if you are using leaf that has already been cased in some way uh, by someone upstream from you. Uh, again, this is coming in from Jeremy C. Jeremy, great question, man. And yeah, so, uh, you know, on average, uh, basically everything that we put out has been... Um, we use leaves that are already processed, already flavored uh, from some of your uh, large tobacco houses across the world. Uh, what, you know, the person on my side of the counter, our job is to find really obscure, interesting leaves, uh, ingredients out there that you, you know, as an end consumer might not have access to. We get, you know, uh, leaves like that, maybe things that have been cased in interesting flavors or, um, you know, processed in interesting ways that are only available in small batches. We we go around uh, familiar familiarize ourselves with those leaves, find them, uh, and then make those uh, into blends that we sell uh, here in a retail environment. And so um, that's typically, you know, most uh, tobacconists in in uh, America, certainly on a, on a local level, are going to operate that way. Um, now, we'll say, you know, occasionally we'll throw in a little surprise, you know, as far as, uh, you know, flavoring something ourselves. That's not something we, we typically do. But, uh, you know, on average, uh, you know, it, th- 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 that's not something we typically do. But occasionally we... Uh, uh, we will try to mix it up a little bit, uh, but you know, as far as where those uh, where those surprises go and and what tobaccos they're in, you know, where we put those and to what quantities and uh, you know all that kind of stuff, you'll you'll have to just leave to your imagination. So um, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's about as close to the trade secrets as you're going to get, and, and that's about it. Yeah, but on average, most uh, most retail tobacconists in the United States uh, are taking tobaccos that um, you know have already been topped, cased, uh, flavored. Occasionally, we do some of our own topping in-house but uh, by and large that's stuff that uh, is already happening at some of your larger manufacturers again our job as the boutique uh, retail tobacconist is to find interesting small batch uh, leaves maybe with curious flavorings toppings uh, you know hard to get things that are only available in certain Mm -hmm. quantities Um, and then you know finding those you know coming up with some great recipes pairing them with different things and uh, and then putting them out in in your favorite house blend and so uh that's that's most of what we do yeah there you go most of what we do <laughs> little peek uh, little peek behind the uh, tobacco yeah, counter for jeremy c yeah, yeah and hey if you've got a pipe question of the week for us be sure to send that in you can email us show at countrysquireradio.com again that's show at countrysquireradio.com quick, quick fire, fire with, with the, the squire, squire. 
Fire questions! All right, man. Quick fire questions brought to us by our good friends at the Tin Society. Love those guys. More on them in just a minute. Yes, sir. All right, so these come in from Brady, Brady Muckleroy. Yeah. Yeah, good friend Brady. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. And Love see, Muckleroy is exactly why I mispronounced Zach Harry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for this? Yes. Fried chicken or grilled chicken? Fried chicken. Fried. We're in yeah. Mississippi. I mean, we, yeah. Wait, fried fried chicken. I mean, grilled is like, if if I'm doing like, no, nah, it's it's fried. Uh, coffee or tea? <laughs> coffee, but, you know, I, I think as we both have found, uh, tea has a has a prominent place. Yeah. You, may, mean, you may be a tea guy, huh? I don't know. No, I'm coffee. You're a coffee guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm, Wait, you and I drink a lot of tea, but we're, but I, I'm a coffee guy. You know, I, I go through like tea phases. Like there was a while where I like cut back coffee like crazy just because of my caffeine intake was so high. Um, but now if I don't have the coffee, then I die. So <laughs> didn't uh, didn't take. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Yeah, cigars, Maduro or Connecticut? Gosh, historically. Connecticut, but man, I tell you what. Recently, for some reason, this summer, a lot of times in summertime, my my cigar smoking will kind of tick up a little bit, mm-hmm. just by nature of the weather and activity and things of that nature. And normally, those cigars tend to be on the lighter, uh, you know, Connecticut shade, maybe one of the more milder Habano wrapper sides. But uh, man, I, I've been I've been kind of in this Maduro kick. I don't know. It's uh, kind of come out of nowhere. So I'll I'll go with uh, I'll go with Maduro. Okay. Yeah. All right. And being that we are, of course, a pipe podcast not necessarily yeah. a cigar podcast for the listener that might not be as familiar with the distinction between these two <laughs> right which of course i'm not right. talking about me mind you i'm just yeah, trying asking to, for a friend asking for the listener right okay, uh, okay. Uh, just a quick overview of the differences between <laughs> what that means yeah so uh, a connecticut leaf uh with a with the cigar is uh, actually comes from the name the the leaf is actually indigenous to the state of connecticut connecticut right uh, yeah, which yeah. of course we don't really think of often today as being a tobacco producing part of the country or part of the world world even you know connecticut we uh you know it, you just don't think of that you don't necessarily even think of but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you don't even think, it's like people don't even think of mississippi it's like the, we're, we're the last right? yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so connecticut connecticut leaf they actually traditionally grow them um under uh cheesecloth uh under a shade this uh, kind of cheesecloth material and it protects them from the sun's rays so they just have a very very light uh zesty flavor it's it's one of those to uh protect it from almost anything that'll make the tobacco taste harsh oh, okay. or or bold and so most of your connecticut uh leaves are going to be really lighter uh really light lighter. Uh, like, like i said that before you said it you so did like, you did yeah. so therefore so you're, do, you were, you're not asking for yourself no. that that's been well established. so maduro would be more of a darker yeah. stronger well it, it is maduro uh, you know, a traditional Maduro, a real Maduro, um, is a fermented leaf. And so you're going to have from that um, a more robust, uh, velvety, uh, thick, richer taste. A lot of times, um, you know, folks folks associate that with uh, strength, but a lot of times you'll get some natural sweetness from that. Think of what happens when you uh, think think of what happens when you take a, a a burley and you ferment it, and it becomes a Cavendish, right? Sure. So you've got a Cavendish tobacco. Cavendish, okay, even in its unflavored state, it's going to have a lot of natural sweetness to Sugar it. It's again. got some uh, kind of velvety uh, sweet, uh, almost some chocolatey vanilla tones there that that come just by virtue of it being fermented, and so a lot of 
of times your Maduros will have that. But yes, on average, Maduros tend to be bolder, uh, richer, and, and more flavorful. So, I like when yeah. they mix the two so that you get kind of the multi-leaf thing going on. Yeah, like a barber pole. Is that what that's called? Yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll, you'll see that. Yeah. Uh, that that's... Matter of fact, uh, we had some uh, not too long ago in that were actually in the shape of a baseball bat. Oh, that's kind of uh, cool. And, and it, they were in honor of the Chicago Cubs, so they even took a, it was like a blonde, <laughs> you know, Connecticut baseball bat, but then they took a, a Maduro leaf and put a C on there. It was kind of uh, interesting. That's, so, that's, that's uh, that's yeah, you'll, you, they get creative, you know. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, my, that's my choice. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> pipes straight or bent? Straight. Straight all the way. Yeah, straight. I I, I've, I've been straight. a straight pipe smoker for years now, and I, I'm unrepentant of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, even on your rack, you've got, like, maybe two, three, four. Uh, the percentage-wise, maybe only 5% of those pipes are bent. Yeah, probably more than that. Think but so? I mean, yeah, but, but, but look, it's, you know, there's different... You know, different pipes you want at different times, right? Yeah, exactly. and, and and on average, uh, you know, some, some tobaccos go better in pipes that I've got that are bent, and maybe you know this and that. But on average, I, I'm going to pull for a straight pipe. Um, you know, I just tend to think they smoke a little drier and uh, a little cooler, and I, I like the look. Gotcha. Yeah. Ah, man, these are great quick fire questions. Absolutely wonderful. Brady, Thank you so uh, much. great, uh, great musician, friend of ours uh, from uh, Texas, and uh, of course a Squire Club member. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Hey, John David, <laughs> do you like Tobacco Talks? Yes. Yes, because Tobacco Talks allows you to taste various tobaccos. What if you could have your very own Tobacco Talk every single month with even more tobacco than you heard on this episode? Wait, could it be at your house, like something you get on the doorstep? Yes, home delivered even. What a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Worst commercial ever. <laughs> no, it's because we don't do commercials. We do sponsors, man. We talk about we people that we we love. That and we love and support. Really That's, That's right. right. <laughs> of course, we talk about our good friends at the Tin Society. Uh, it's a great way to get a lot of different uh, tobaccos brought shipped to your door every single month. And we're talking like tasting these tobaccos, getting a chance to really expand your palate and figure out what you like before you make that uh, ultimate purchase. I, I, I love what the folks at the Tin Society do because uh, a lot of folks, when they think, okay, you're going to send me some tobacco tobacco samples and uh well that's nice but what does that really mean am i going to get enough of the tobacco to really have a good understanding of what that what it tastes like or is it half a bowl right what's a tobacco sample actually and and what these guys are doing they're putting together uh generous tobacco portions for you to get uh to get you know you know, three, at least three solid smokes of that tobacco mm. to really uh, get a good idea of this is something that you uh, that you like or if it's something you don't like, maybe why expand your palate, uh, compare it to things that you've got in your cellar, uh, maybe places that your cellar might be lacking. Uh, you know, it, it, if you're an aromatic smoker, kind of challenging that some if you're a non aromatic smoker, uh, finding some things that uh, that you like uh, both uh, in, in the non aromatic, uh, you know, kind of vein, but also challenging that and introducing you to some aromatics that are that are top notch and so uh, they're going to throw all kinds of stuff at you you'll get tobaccos from all over the world uh from tobacconists and from blenders that we talked about uh tonight like rattrays or robert mcconnell uh ones that may you may you may not have heard of more obscure blenders and um and so that's what's fun about it it's always a surprise it's always new uh it's always premium premium quality and it's always enough for you to really get a good sampling of that tobacco so uh you can go to tinsociety.com uh 
sign up. If you use the code Squire, you'll get 20% off your first month's service. Uh, it's really reasonably priced. It's one of those things that uh, the folks, you know, they're, they're great folks. They stand behind everything they do. These are pipe enthusiasts. They're not uh, in it to make a quick buck. These are folks that uh, that love uh, love what they do and love the pipe community. And I, I think you'll really connect with them and, um, and frankly, be really proud of, of what you get every month when you open that box. Absolutely. So again, that's 10society.com. Use the code Squire for 20% off on your first month's service. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man, we got some great listener feedback. Yeah, yeah. First one from Dan Mosier. This is kind of a follow up from uh, last week where we kind of put it out there like, you know, we're talking about different knives and methods for... uh, Yeah, we're talking about knives for um, cutting plug and uh, twist and rope and, and that such. All right. So, yep. what did Dan? What, what did Dan have to recommend? Yeah, I would recommend the Opnel Number Eight folding pocket knife for cutting plug and so forth. Uh, it's inexpensive and easy to sharpen or hone for regular use. And that's from Dan Mosher. So great, great recommendation. Of course, uh, it's been great to kind of see some of the folks on the YouTube and uh, Facebooks kind of comment and, and share some different thoughts on that. So uh, be sure to join that conversation as well. And uh, if, if you have a preferred knife, uh, we'd love to yeah. hear that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now, this next one's from Jason. What did Jason have to say? All right. You can make me read all these. Yes, cowboys. I am. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> JD and Bo, uh, first off, I want to say thank you that I am grateful for the time you put into your show. I find myself more knowledgeable in the past four or five months that I've been listening to the podcast than I ever have been in 10 years of owning a pipe. Uh, well, whatever you're doing in spite of us, that that's good. Keep it up. Uh, I bought my first pipe around a decade ago, but until just this year, I was very I was a very sparing smoker. I often have gone through months without even looking at the pipe, but I found myself just now smoking regularly, though I do still miss a day here or there. Part of the reason I don't smoke very often is that my first pipe was a cheap basket pipe and doesn't really smoke that well. Mm. Until I started listening to the show, I never actually realized what a world there is to pipe smoking and have started to transition primarily to corncob pipes. Shout out to Missouri Mearsham for doing what they do so well. Hey. I have fallen in love with the Dagner poker style and have ordered the cob version from Missouri Mearsham, hopefully being delivered this afternoon. I have one question for the two of you in light of the hot weather. What is your favorite summertime tobacco? I tend to smoke non-aromatics and Latakia blends mostly, but I'm open to anything delicious. Thanks again for all the, uh, Thanks again for all the time and effort that goes into what you do. You guys are great company for a fellow who doesn't have many choices in pipe smoking crowds nearby. And uh, that's a really, really kind uh, note from uh, from our friend Jason. So, that's great, yeah. Jason. Yeah, great, great, great question. You know, I tend to be more of a non-aromatic smoker myself, but... Um, at this time of year, uh, yeah, I'm always a sucker for a good Virginia, and during the summertime, uh, it seems like Orlick Golden Slice comes up more often than not. Gosh, I sound like a broken record, and maybe it's because I am. <laughs> I love the stuff. Uh, I'll probably be buried with a tin. Uh, it just reminds me of you know a good uh, you know hot afternoon, just you know fresh grass clippings and uh, natural citrus sweet. Uh, gosh, I just I just love the stuff, and so I you know. But everyone knows that already. I'm I'm a fanboy. Um, Aromatic tobacco that I go to regularly is one of our house blends. Actually, it's uh, it's called uh, Blue Ribbon. Uh, Blue Ribbon we've had here for about uh, about five years now. Four, five years? Yeah, I think that can't five, be right. I think about five years. Blue Ribbon yeah. pre predated the sh- the, the show. Yeah, but yeah. Not, then. 
But we've been doing the show for five years. Haven't we? Yeah. It's been four years. It I think been it's been years. four. Okay. Yeah, I think it's been about Because I was about to say, like, Blue Ribbon yeah. for me, yeah. for the longest time, that was my summer go-to. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, my summer go-to is going to be my fall go-to, which is just pulling the last little bits of Frogmorton. <laughs> like, I've, been, I've been going through my tin just slowly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just working it down. Yeah, working it yeah, down. yeah. Um, Savoring it. Yeah, and, that, and that's wise too. You know, yeah. it's a good time of year to smoke those uh, half bowls maybe. So, uh, but Blue Ribbon is one but, of those tobaccos that for me personally, like like I, I love during the summer. It's a good hot weather smoke. Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah. is refreshing. I, of course, and you know, again, I don't smoke a lot of aromatics, but, but during the summer months, sometimes you do want something that uh, has a fruit maybe a berry flavor to it uh but the key is finding one that doesn't have a lot of tongue bite that's the key um and so anyway i I encourage you on that uh to keep um you know keep looking so brian our friend uh, at my own opinion on twitter he says they are saying that they have had the tobacco for a long time and have overseen the aging he's talking about the uh the tobacco the robert mcconnell matured in bond uh tobacco and uh and brian goes on to say they are saying that they have had the tobacco for a long time and they have overseen the aging of the tobacco themselves versus it aging at the grower or supplier with the bond they can prove how long they have had the leaf uh it has never been in Inside Sean Connery, <laughs> and, but has uh, Sean Connery been? You know what? Never mind. I was going to go in a direction. Yeah, I, I think we should just stop there. Da, yeah. da, da, so, uh, da, da, da. But that's what Brian's saying. You know, he's saying this uh, tobacco. Uh, you know, it, from beginning to end, they've kind of gone, uh, you know, through the whole process. Uh, they uh, have overseen the aging of the tobacco themselves versus it being aged at their grower or the supplier. So uh, kind of fascinating. It, You know, I wonder if that correlates in some way to the uh, the bonded whiskey that we see here in the United States. That makes sense. Uh, and, and that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, lots of good uh, commentary on uh, the Twitter version, we uh, we we always love uh, love hearing from you guys. James Bond and cats. Yeah, it's, it's been a good one. Yeah, no, that's, that's it. Like, you know, right that's there. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, we, we do of course love those that are uh, tuning in live. We'd love to invite you to tune in live uh, as well. You can join us for the live show on Monday nights. That's eight thirty p.m. Central Time, six thirty Pacific, nine thirty Eastern. All happening at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire and of course the show's handle is at squire radio but all that information and more can be found at country squire radio i knew that was gonna happen <laughs> knew it was gonna happen. there it is i will say this i you know i want to throw this out here as well before we uh, uh kind of officially sign out and that is um i want to encourage if you've not done so already head over to itunes and write us a review we don't uh, plug that as much as we used to but we absolutely should we're like a very small handful of uh, reviews away from getting 300 itunes reviews like really yeah i think we need like like seven wow. seven more reviews and we're at 300 oh that's awesome we can make that happen please yeah let's, let's, oh, let's that can make happen, that happen soon man absolutely yeah like, even get, if you don't like itunes you can make that happen get your significant others like call yeah. up your mom and them like like get them to yeah, write do, us do a, one under a fake email for your you know pet gerbil or yeah, something yeah yeah and then don't tell apple that we <laughs> told you to do all that stuff we'll get kicked, this is how people get kicked off oh iTunes, is it really right? yeah okay <laughs> no, no no make sure they're real people and not gerbils and uh, as long as that's the case <laughs> then by all means but if you have a pipe smoking gerbil that loves country square radio i think that's fair game and can type anyone that has gerbils out there or dictate let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, cats, gerbils, and James Bond. I think it's been a uh, it's been an amazing, and delicious, tobacco excellent tobacco. Absolutely, right. <laughs> man. It's been a good one, and uh, of course, a lot of th- a lot of great things that are going on. Let's go have a night. See you, brother. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs>
You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.